inspiring stories, practical applications. Doing ministry well. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash doingministrywell. All right. Hello, everyone. Thank you for checking into another episode of Doing Ministry Well. Uh, we are actually in the Honolulu Club, which is an exclusive club. And uh, I don't have a membership, but uh, I'm here anyway. But I'm joined here with Brian Swatolsky. Brian, thanks so much for being on the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, Brian, I love hanging out with you because uh, even in our chat just before the show, I just always get inspired. My brain just works in a different way when we hang out, and uh, it's always always good. You just carry a real uh, anointing of vision, I think. Like, oh. people, people, when I get around you, man, I just, I start dreaming way bigger than I did before, man, so. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really good. Um, Thanks. Yeah, Brian, something that's cool about you is uh, you're, you love Jesus and you're involved in ministry in a, in a just a unique way. I know a little bit about your past employment with a, with a church and uh, some of the stuff you're doing now, but in the area of graphics, uh, that's kind of your, one of your main things, huh? Yeah, definitely. Uh, graphic design, I've been, um, shoot, I've been doing that since about high school. Yeah. Um, it kind of clicked for me because I, I was always an artist ever since I was like a child, always be like drawing stuff. And, um, and then high school hit and high school, I got like really good with computers and stuff and and I never really figured that I could um, do anything with my drawings mm. and so um, one of my uh, one of my best friends really encouraged me to get into graphic design which was like the meeting of those two perfect worlds yeah. both like art and technology and so uh, yeah I, I started working with uh, the high school ministry there and doing their graphics their slides and stuff started working with some motion uh, really enjoyed that and yeah, I've been doing ministry ever since. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, uh, how many years ago that was that? How many years ago was that? And how long have you been in ministry? Oh shoot, uh, that that's a complicated question. Um, let's see. Um, I started volunteering when I was like in the fourth grade. Okay. Uh, we uh, we did uh, fee- like vacation Bible schools yeah. and stuff for kids, and then uh, my parents were. Uh, worship leaders for the kindergarten and preschoolers, so we helped out with that as well. Nice. Um, and then uh, I officially uh, started working for the church as like a staff member when um, in my last year of high school. Hmm. So it's been um, almost I was about eighteen and seventeen, eighteen. So and I'm twenty six now. Carry the nine. <laughs> It's it's been uh, it's been about ten I think ten uh, ten or fifteen years. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, it's so interesting that you mentioned VBS. When I think about VBS, all I see is giant cartoon graphics in my head. Totally. And uh, ministry to kids just involves so much uh, graphic presentation. Yeah. And yeah. It's interesting that we get away from that as soon as you hit like high school. It's like now you got to read read just words, no more pictures. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been also interesting just to see churches really catch on with the whole concept of branding. Mm. And uh, I know that you uh, worked for a church here uh, for a little while and, and did their Instagram account for them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, ran their, ran their Instagram, uh, built their website, and um, did all of their uh, sermon series um, for their slides and, and stuff. And 
um, really wanted to keep everything uh, cohesive and extending what we were doing at New Hope Town. Hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, tell me a little bit about uh, what you're doing currently in ministry. Um, I know you're not officially in ministry, but right. I mean, tell me a little bit about as a Christian, what you're doing in the business realm and yeah. how that is ministry. So yeah, so I just uh, just stepped down from from staff there at New Hope Town um, last month. I've been uh, been with them for about um, four years. We started planting that church out here. Still part of um, part of the church there, just not a, a staff member. Um, so right right now, um, got uh, got married in February. So focusing on a lot of on the like ministry of having having my wife and yeah. loving her yeah. and. Um, and all of those wonderful challenges uh, with that, and um, also just being uh, being an attendee, mm. being part of the church, um, instead of focusing on putting up slides, it's it's kind of a it's a it's a different challenge for me because I don't like meeting people yeah. a lot. Yeah. I'm I'm rather introverted, and so. Um, being in a place with a bunch of people is really like high anxiety like levels very de- de- very depleting very fast it's not that I don't enjoy people it's just um, so many different people that I don't know yeah. and so um, I think it's the worst thing that a pastor could say when he says like turn to your neighbor and give him a hug and introduce yourself and talk to them for a couple minutes um, so, uh, so that's pretty bad for me. So I've been hiding behind a computer all yeah. eight, what, fifteen years now. <laughs> um, but uh, but it's good. It's really good. Um, and then we just launched our new business in uh, in January. And we focus on um, building up small businesses, um, entrepreneurial kind people, get people published, and um, really help equip like small businesses and organizations with tools that they need to, to grow and expand their business, expand their vision, um, and walk into those things that they're, you know, the goals and the dreams that they have. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and, and, uh, plug your business, let people know where you can check it out since we're in the networking room right now and there's people trying to sell everybody else stuff too. Why don't you, yeah. Where can we check out your company? Why not? Um, so it's uh, www.swissco.us. That's S-W-I-S-S-C-O.us. Uh, the dot com was taken. Dang it. Um, and uh, what we do is we uh, we do e-publishing. So like e-books and um, all of those different e-formats, app development for magazines, um, and app development in general. So we publish um, games. We publish um bunch of different niche apps and stuff pretty much anything you need in an application we can build um, and then we also build websites and that's kind of our, our bread and butter as a company um, is building websites and really uh, really going big with web um, focusing on like what is your dream website we can pull that off um, and we can make it we can make it uh, discovered when people search for you you're gonna get found it's pretty cool that is pretty cool um, yeah, let's let's uh, let's talk a little bit about. I mean, uh, most of our listeners are, are going to be pastors and people doing full time ministry. Why do they need to even care about graphic design? Sure. Um, well, I think I think the thing for me um, started in uh, in like the Old Testament when uh, when they were preparing like 
um, the tabernacle and the temple later on. Um, and they created art, like they, um, God gave the vision to the artisans um, of the of the congregation to to build basically like images of heaven here on earth. Yeah. And um, and I think God has a thing for aesthetic beauty. We see it all around us, and um, as a creative individual, we can um, share that same message um, and. And get those, get the people who are inclined to understand more by pictures, um, on board with the, um, with like the teaching or, or various ideas that you're presenting as a pastor. Mm. Do you have any uh, tips for pastors as they're preparing their powerpoints? As they're preparing their powerpoints, um, use uh, use some of the biggest font sizes that you have make your slides simple um i think if you can keep your slides to three big main points go for it and then make three um three sub points of those big three points um it's one of the best ways i've found uh teaching over slides um and it gives you the freedom to go outside of the slides as well but to really make those big piece, those big rocks, like uh, foundational to how you present your message visually. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, Brian, what's been the biggest highlight in uh, in all of your time in ministry? Um, I think the biggest highlight for me would be most recently when we uh, planted the church, uh, New Hope Town, out here, um, and just uh, getting to you know, grab the vision that God was giving us and um, the plans he had out here and running with it, um, but also being able to shape an entirely new culture. Um, Because before there isn't a church, there isn't a church. You know, everybody who comes in is new to this thing and it's so brand new. It's um, and kind of fragile starting starting out, but um, I got to be part of impacting the way that people perceive um, the church or react with each other inside of the church or um, it's just a it's a really neat thing it's um, it's been the, probably my, my biggest highlight but with that would be my second highlight which was meeting um, some of the people who ended up um, coming out here to New Hope Town or even moving out here to Hawaii um, because they visited our website or found us on the internet, which was um, just o- like almost overwhelming to me when I when I met them. Like you you cross you crossed an ocean because you visited the website that I made. Like that was um, yeah, not knocked my socks off. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, on the flip side of that, what's been uh, the biggest struggle in your in your ministry, and how have you overcome that? Um, I think one of the biggest struggles, um, biggest struggles, I'm going to take my notes out right here. All right. Um, Um, one of the biggest things that God has brought me through is like needing to be the answer, um, or needing to fix people. Um, because for me, like I, um, a lot of the work that I have to do is with computers, and everything's a puzzle. Yeah. Um, and I'm good at fixing puzzles. Yeah. And people are just not like that. 
you know? Um, and so uh, I think one of the greatest changes in, um, in, in me has been when God is just revealing to me, um, you know, how much he loves me uh, for me um, outside of what I can do. Because um, I like doing stuff a lot. Um, and just, just kind of soaking in that, you know, he loves me because I'm his son, you know? And uh, anything outside of that is just like in addition to it's not a it doesn't increase my value it doesn't decrease my value um, in his eyes and so that was super huge and then the other thing is not having to worry of like the what if I don't fix this um, this person you know like I can trust that God is going to completely be caring for them way more than I have, has been working on them a lot longer than I've even, you know, met them and is going to hold them in their hands, you know, when they, you know, when they're not around me anymore. And, um, and so I, I want to be part of, um, growing people, but I don't have to fix them. It's not my role. It's not my job. And so, um, yeah. Yeah, that's good. I wonder if, I think the human condition, all of us uh, struggle with just simply accepting God's grace and knowing that he loves us just because he chose to love us. Um, But I wonder if creative types like ourselves who really find value in in the work that we're creating um, struggle with it more. But I guess all of us want to find value in what we create, what we do. So that is a, a really big struggle, I think, for everyone in ministry and every human being as well but uh yeah brian if you had to share uh, three practical steps or tips rather with us um on how to do ministry well what would those tips be sure um i'd say number one especially if you're creative or if you're not a creative um don't get your images from google <laughs> if you're making a slide if you're sharing an email or anything like that don't grab it from google it's it's not yours to for the picking. Um, you can actually get your um, church or organization in a lot of trouble doing that. Or even if you're a small business, you can get in a lot of trouble. I've I've worked with businesses who have completely closed down um, because of that. And so um, don't find them over Google. Uh, find royalty free images. Um, and yeah, search search Google for royalty free images those websites will lead you to you know the web the images that you'll need for your presentation or try lightstock lightstock.com is a great resources for churches the um uh, you can get what you need for like five bucks an image it's pretty awesome it's a great resource um been working with them for um for a while now and um they've been a huge resource to us as a um church plant Um, because you know let's face it creatives don't usually have the greatest budget especially when starting out and so um, it it was an invaluable resource to us so that's number one number one is don't don't grab images from Google (laughs) don't 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 Um, number two uh, would be uh, I think this is not exactly a practical step uh, but I would say is uh, be humble um and uh, a way of being humble is uh, accepting that the person that you're working under um, is not a perfect person, um, that they're, you know, not necessarily the smartest person or, you know, the most fit for the position above you. 
um, but realizing that God has placed that person above you as an authority for that time and um, and be as undifficult as you can under them because that's part of what it is to worship God working under them and, and to make it easy for your leaders um, yeah um, so be humble um it's number two. Uh, number three. Don't be afraid to dream big and do stuff. Um, if God's given you a big vision, um, tackle it as much as you can at a time. Um, he trust that he's given you plans, um, and these plans are probably bigger than you, and that's a really good thing. Um, and just tear off what chunk you can do. Tear, bite off, t- take things in bites um, and do as much as you can. Get that ball rolling. Make it a snowball. Um, we've been doing that with, uh, with our bet most recently as a newly married couple. Like, um, just knocking off a little bit at a time makes things attainable, makes those, um, those things that God has given you to manage manageable. Um, yeah. Oh, those are good. Those are good. Let's let's go back to number two. Just the whole be humble and mm-hmm. uh, be submitted to uh, the people that are in authority over you. That yeah. God's placed there. Mm-hmm. Um, share kind of what that looks like in the day to day and the practical. Because um, I'm sure there's people listening that have bosses that are that are difficult to yeah. work with. So what does that really look, look like when the rubber hits the road? Yeah. So um, working. Uh, Working at New Hope Town has been probably one of the best working experiences um, that I've had. Uh, I love working there. It is a community that's absolutely committed to each other. Um, And so I kind of naively thought that I would be working there forever. And so when I ended up working for um, a small tour company out here um, alongside uh, New Hope Town, the uh, the management and the bosses there weren't necessarily the most um, godly people to work for, I guess. But still, this was something that God had given me to be part of, and um, and recognizing that um, people like heroes heroes of the faith in the Bible, like Joseph, like um, Daniel you know, ended up working for kings and people who are, you know, absolute pagans, polytheists, you know, um, some of the sketchiest of sketchiest people, but still God, um, God chose them to be faithful in the positions that they were at to be doing their work as worship to God. Um, and to keep basically a clean conscience before him because God is ultimately your boss. Um, it doesn't matter who's above you. You're always doing worship as to uh, work as worship to God, and I think um, if you f- if you fit in, God is boss. Um, it makes things a lot a lot more manageable. It doesn't. You, it's not leaving room for you to tarnish your morals. If you know if somebody's telling you to do something that is morally wrong or against what God te- is telling you to do, then you really shouldn't do it. You should definitely seek counsel about it. Um, and get people, you know, in 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 your shoes with you, um, and process things out from there, because because um, that happened to me. Um, so uh, do everything as worship to God, and 
keep your integrity. Mm. Yeah. That's good. That's good. And then this this uh, this third one, don't be afraid to dream big and and uh, do stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's so good. I mean, this podcast is me doing stuff. Absolutely. Um, yeah, talk a little bit about your your dreaming process and just kind of what should our listeners uh, be doing to dream bigger and to actually do stuff? Yeah, um, I think uh, writing out what it is that you you have in mind, like the project or um, group activity or or anything like that. Write it out on a board. Um, find out what is attainable and maybe what's you know far off in the future um kind of making that differentiation what can i do right now and what is you know what's going to take like you know 50 more people in order to do really helps um see what the workload is and things like that um and like i said like um taking things off in bite-sized pizzas is the most important um, right now, I'm just like learning to grow my uh, email subscription user base, and uh, I'm taking this like 30-day challenge um, where each day is like a little bite of increasing my um, email subscribers. And so, um, you know, for a, for a church, what this looks like in your day-to-day is, um, I would recommend like making a list of like three big things that you need to get done with this project. Um, and then a couple of small things that if you got it done, you'd be also like really stoked about it, you know? Um, and then accomplish those three big things. Just take it three big things per day um, and keep on plugging in. Um, for me, this personally with, within my business, this looks like inviting people to, um, to my subscription, um, writing up writing a post and uh and updating content and those are my three big things sometimes um and it uh it doesn't take that much time it does um it does take about a a, you know a good good day's work but um these are you know the necessary steps in order to do um those big vision items like is is really breaking it off into things that are attainable all right, so our listeners have now dreamed big and they're starting to do this stuff. What would you tell them in terms of branding? What should their steps be with, with yeah, getting their, their ministry um, off to a good start? Or even this could be a church that's just launching a new program that they've dreamed. It can be an established church, but now they're like, oh, we want to do this ministry. We want to relaunch this ministry. What does the branding process look like? Uh, branding process. Um... I mean, first thing is first things first. Make sure your message is clear uh, and it's concise in everything that you do, um, from your logo to your headers on your um, on your newsletters um, to the graphics that you produce. You know, for your children's ministry, make sure it's um, all part of that initial vision um, and is matching that because it's really easy to get kind of sidetracked from that vision. Um, and so to keep that, uh, keep that in focus. Um, the next thing to do would be to establish your logos um, and stuff early on if, you, if you're having logo design done. Um, get somebody who, has, um, who can do adaptable work to what you've already done. Um, or has understanding of what um, your organization or ministry is. 
um, and then it, and then let them run with it. You know, let, ask them for you know three samples or something of you know what they have in mind, um, and then really really make it easy for your guy and and choose one of those or or give them feedback like, well, I liked this in one and I like this about the other. I definitely didn't like this, and that'll make the communication process that much easier. Um, and then uh, from there, promote, just keep promoting it as much as you can. Um, when you promote over Facebook or Twitter um, or your website, make sure the images are the same. Make sure they're not like um, two completely contrasting ideas. Mm. Um, the ideas should match what you're trying to say. Um, so if it's talking about harvest, go with images of wheat and stuff like that. As, as cliche as it might be, that gets a person locked into that idea. And make sure that image of wheat goes out to your Facebook, goes out to your website, goes out to your you know emails that go out. Um, yeah, and keep it keep it consistent, keep it simple. I think that's the most important thing. That's good. You kind of touched on this, but my next question was going to be um, if pastors or people in ministry are working with a designer, you as a designer, what do you want pastors or people in ministry to know um, that you wish you could tell clients yeah. in that in that room? Yeah, one of the things um, one of the things that I do when I sit down with a pastor is um, is just ask him for like a kind of a short synopsis of what exactly are you doing with this new series or with this new ministry? Um, so I can get that over overview and providing that is um, so valuable because it ties um, the image into the heart of what's going on. Um, and then asking, er, asking those specific questions like, what do you want people to feel um, or what do you want people to think when they see this are so important because um, that will tie that in and it will tie the logic behind why you designed things this way into this image. Um, and then finally is uh, regarding ministry is tying it into a verse like where can you see this in scripture? And that can help the, the creative you know, person really marinate and, and have some time to study that piece and really be inspired by God because God has a lot of say into this as well and a lot of things that, um, that he wants to pour in that are better than our ideas even are. Um, sometimes I've just been like hit with huge inspiration um, based off of a, a, a small scripture study. And... Um, and that's those are some of the best um, best pieces that have um, that have been produced. It, it really comes um, comes from God's uh, God's inspiration on the product. And so yeah, that's good. So yeah, yeah you, again, you kind of you, you must have read my question list ahead of time, but uh, <laughs> I'm actually just scribbling down questions as I go. Um, these extra questions at least but yeah so your work process a uh, a pastor or someone in ministry is coming to you and says you know I want these graphics done on your end what's what's going on from you know are you first like hand drawing out some designs and then taking it to the computer what walk us through that process yeah you know it kind of changes up a little bit if if like if they say the title of something and it immediately comes to mind I have to draw it down I cannot lose that. Like, 
my imagination often will morph things over time and things will change shape. And so that initial impression of things is so valuable. Um, but if that inspiration doesn't hit you in the moment, um, it's important to set up that meeting, you know, with your uh, with your pastor or ministry leader, and say and ask those questions about like, what is the vision behind this? What are people thinking? You know, and um, and getting that that core verse in there. Um, and uh, so, when a new project comes my way, um, the first thing I do is set aside that meet set set a time for that meeting um the second thing is asking when is this due and the answer should never be is due yesterday um if it's a new project um schedule ahead of time i give myself at the least two work two weeks of work Mm. to really marinate on the project to get this the best quality um some people might work a bit faster um but really, if you're scheduling well, two weeks isn't going to kill you if you're thinking two weeks ahead as a staff, as a church. Um, and scale up to that. If, you're, if your church is thinking, what can we do within a week? Be patient with them. That time will come when you can get it up to two weeks and have more time to work with your projects. Um, but for the now, like you've got a week. See what you can do within that week make those you know schedule that time find out when it's due and meet your deadlines Hmm. that's good yeah it seems it seems like a lot of work and i wonder if some of our uh pastors of of older congregations or or pastors that that are older in age are a little overwhelmed by this whole new realm of branding and graphics Mm -hmm. because it's something they've never uh really messed with but when i think of churches that predominantly have a younger uh congregation their graphics are always on point and so that's an interesting correlation so um yeah do you have any words for words about that about why graphics are so important you know i think part of that is um growing up um in a culture that has been so heavily marketed um to us about everything else from like the laundry detergent that we buy to the cup of coffee that we're ordering up um imagery is so important and and ties imagery to your identity and anytime you as a church can um speak the way that people understand and nowadays people are understanding things more uh, more visually um Speak about your identity as a church, as uh, at, through through imagery. Speak about who you are. Speak about um, speak about your people. Um, when they come to visit your church, if they were to see you know a, a, a graphic on a on a website, um, does that graphic stick true to who you are as a people, as a church, um, what you want to do, your visions, and things like that? Um, I think if you stick to that. Um, you're communicating well Um, and the point of graphics and design is communication Um, it's just instead of it being spoken communication or words written down on paper and both of those are very valid uh, methods of communication it's just targeted much differently to people who understand a lot more visually um, where instead of really clicking with words that are spoken they click with images or concepts of things or diagrams um that seems to help the most so it's all about communication yeah that's good 
Uh, last question, Brian. What, uh, what's been inspiring you lately? Has there been a book or a resource, an idea? Just what's really been bringing inspiration to you uh, recently? Shoot, yeah. Um, I mean, personally, I've been really inspired by uh, the service Airbnb. Um, it's like a local um, kind of like vacationing tool. So instead of staying at a hotel, um, you can pretty much visit any country and have an Airbnb location where you're treated more um, like a local, um, where it's kind of like a bed and breakfast almost. The experiences vary, but um, my my inspiration really comes from the way that they've designed um, their website. It's very clean. It's very new. Um, so that's been really exciting. Um, and then uh, in terms of ministry, there's um, Seven Practices of Effective Ministry by Andy Stanley. Um, and my biggest takeaway from that book um, has got to be uh, defining your win. So what is success you know, for your church? What is success for um, your position within the church? Um, figuring that out and then also being able to celebrate those things, that was really new to me. Like celebrating when, when things went well, um, I think it's probably been um, the weirdest thing to me, but it's really needed. It's really good. Um, how people grow um, by uh, uh, it's, uh, Cloud and Townsend. That book is phenomenal. It goes, uh, goes into what I was talking about earlier about fixing people. Um, it really uh, is a really good bo- book focusing on how can you come alongside the growth that God is doing in people um, and how you can be a facilitator and also partner, you know, align your heart to the things that God's growing inside of you as an individual as well. Um, most recently, the, um, the Daily Office is a book by Peter Scazzaro. He wrote The uh, Emotionally Healthy Church and Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. Um, it's just kind of like a, um, like a sm- very small micro daily devotion um, for the morning and the evening. Um, and it's been really critical to um, just walking with God right now um, where time is just really crunched. I can be with God throughout the day, um, but also really kind of refocus my heart on Him at those critical like morning and evening times. Uh, a lot of the way that, like David says, when he's like, "I meditate on your, on your words day and night," and um, that's really cool. Um, and then the new Hillsong CD um, has been my jams while I've been working. Um, it has been one of the craziest new albums um, that I've heard. Uh, their album Empires um, has been rocking my world. Um, it's a lot of their music has been written like love songs to God um, like he's a, like as a person and just there's an intimacy there that I've, I've not seen in any of their other albums before um, the music is something very different it's a totally new sound so it's it's good stuff it's been very inspirational to me and very uh, uh, it, it helps me to worship throughout the day which is cool yeah so good I love that you uh, included Andy Stanley's uh seven practices of effective ministry. I, I'm not sure if I included that in my first podcast where I interviewed myself, 
uh, but I know I just blogged about that on our blog. Uh, that, w- that book was given to me as a graduation gift when I graduated Such from a good book. Yeah, the whole concept of defining the win, clarifying the yeah. win, that stuff is huge. And so that's awesome. I knew I, knew I liked you, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we have a similar taste in books. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Brian, this has been so good. I really appreciate uh, you as a person and also just everything that you've shared today. Um, such a unique kind of uh, niche for for ministry in the area of graphics and and uh, yeah would you just close this out by praying for our listeners oh absolutely oh. well father we um, we pray over the people listening right now um, we pray that you would um, stir up um, vision inside of their hearts because um, we know without it um, we don't prosper without your vision we don't prosper um, or building us a boldness to um, run towards the things that you've got planned, the good things that you've got planned, because you're a good God and you've got great, phenomenal, wild plans for our lives uh, and what you want to do here in the, in the places that, that you've placed us. Um, we know that everything is under your control uh, and you care so deeply, deeply for people. We thank you for the care that you've placed in our hearts, um, the pl- and care you've placed in the people that are around us, the people that you've placed in, in our care as well. Um, we thank you for what you're doing in our, in our life, and we thank you for what you're doing in theirs. Um, and we ask that you would help us to um, communicate better um, your story, your gospel, everything that Christ has done, um, and bring you glory, Lord. Um, we thank you for this time together, and I uh, pray that this is really effective for um, for growing individuals. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Brian, thanks so much for being on the show. Oh, thank you. If you've enjoyed this episode of Doing Ministry Well, you can help us out by rating, commenting, and subscribing on iTunes and sharing this podcast with your friends. Check out the podcast notes to find out more about today's guests and other resources mentioned on this episode. To find out more about Doing Ministry Well, check out our website, www.doingministrywell.com. And if you have any questions, comments, or a suggestion on who we should interview next, email us at doingministrywell at gmail.com. To find out more about me, your host, visit my blog at www.jimjessbaker.com. That's www.jimjessbaker.com. All links are Amazon affiliate links and help us out when you make a purchase through them.